It's the debate. Jamal and Mercedes, where I have my parents, pick sides, and debate. I'm your host, Milo, and this week's topic is cranberry sauce versus mashed potatoes. To start, Mom will be presenting her side, cranberry sauce. Three, two, one, now. I want to tell you about pemmican. To make pemmican, a member of the Algonquin or Wampanoag tribe would take sesame nesh and mix it with tallow and pulverized meat or fish. This mix would be formed into a cake and baked in the sun for an early example of an energy bar. Now, you might be wondering, WTF am I talking about? I am talking about the cranberry, that key ingredient in my topic today, cranberry sauce. The Wampanoag also made a cranberry jelly more linked with our current Thanksgiving side dish, and it was this, and not the fish paste energy bar, that has become part of the annual tradition. The term cranberry stems from the original European name craneberry. The berry flowers these colonizers thought looked like the sandhill crane. It was eventually shortened to cranberry. Down the road, sugar was added to the original Wampanoag jelly, and the rest is history. And also, that was some history for you, too. <laughs> now, that's a little look into what is a vast history of cranberry sauce, and I'll put the links to my top two sources, the Smithsonian and National Geographic, in the show notes, in case listeners want to learn more about that part of it. But you know me, I want to talk about the food part of it. At its simplest, cranberry sauce is a mixture of cranberries, water, and sugar, heated until it gels. This is a yummy sweet jelly that we eat on Thanksgiving with turkey, or in your case, Milo, tofurkey. It's a sweet and tart complement to the salty umami flavor of the main Thanksgiving dish. So that's Thanksgiving, and I don't really need to convince you about how important cranberry sauce is to that holiday. So let's talk about another recipe. Take two pieces of bread, preferably homemade, and lay them on a cookie sheet. Put a nice thick slice of Havarti or cheddar on top of one. Pop that in the oven for a few minutes until the cheese gets all melty and gooey. Take them out and layer the plain slice of bread as follows. Pesto, smoked turkey or tofurkey, and cranberry sauce. Lop that on a slice of bread with the melted cheese and you have one of our favorite sandwiches. You know what? I think I'll leave you with that taste in your mouth. It's argument enough for itself. Time's up. Dad will now be presenting his rebuttal to Mom's argument in 3, 2, 1, now. Yeah, cranberries, cranberries are just, they're a terrible fruit. You have to add, like, gallons and gallons and gallons of sugar to make them even remotely palatable which is which is what um which is what cranberry sauce is is it's basically you know sugar with those really sour gross berries in it yeah cranberries are they're they're just they're they're awful now mom you're rebutting dad's rebuttal in a 30 second rebuttal in three two one now so many delicious flavors are a sour or a tart and a lot of sugar, like um, a lemon curd and um, a lemon square, or um, like cranberry sauce is, of course, an example. Even some apples, like Granny Smith's, are very nice when, they're, when you add sugar for an apple pie. A tart and a sugar together, just because you've got to add the sugar doesn't make it bad. I mean, some ingredients enhance each other. You can call it terrible. It doesn't make it terrible. Um, that's all. Time's up. Now Dad will be presenting his side, mashed potatoes. In three, two, one, now. Mashed potatoes are one of my favorite foods. They're savory and filling. They're real stick-to-your-ribs food. They're the, like the very epitome of comfort food. At their most basic, mashed potatoes are simply boiled potatoes mixed with butter, milk, and salt mm. and mashed up. But one of the great things about this simple base is that there are countless variations. And usually when I make mashed potatoes, I add a, a raw egg and black pepper into the mix as well. Another good addition I like to make sometimes is oodles and oodles of garlic. I usually use peeled russets or yukons for my mashed potatoes, but sometimes using red potatoes and leaving in some of the skins is a nice way to add a little bit of texture, um, and is also tasty. Another cool way to do mashed potatoes is to make them into duchess potatoes. 
For these, you swap in heavy cream instead of milk to make them just extra creamier, and add some nutmeg, and don't forget the raw egg. Then, you put the mashed potatoes into a piping bag and squeeze through a large star tip to make individual muffin-sized servings. Then you butter the outside and bake them to get a nice browned edge. Delicious. Now, it's easy to make lots and lots of mashed potatoes, so there's a good chance you'll end up with leftovers. Not to worry, there are lots of great options for things to do with them. I know it's not your cup of tea, but Grandma used to make a delicious shepherd's pie by layering ground beef and creamed corn with mashed potatoes uh, on top and then baking them. We always ate this with sweet pickles on the side for some reason. That might actually be nice with um, soy crumbles that we use for tacos, now that I'm thinking about it. Another way to go is to make them into patties or balls or sticks and deep fry them so they're nice and crispy on the outside but mashed potatoy on the inside. Or you can have bubble and squeak, which is more or less a bunch of veggies and bacon and ham or bangers if you're into that, fried together in a skillet. The history of mashed potatoes isn't that exciting. Once Europeans started eating potatoes, mashing them with butter and milk and salt was an obvious next step. But there was a big leap forward in mashed potato technology in the 1950s, when the Department of Agriculture uh, developed a new method for dehydrating potatoes into flakes that could be easily rehydrated into home into what we now know as instant mashed potatoes. My final point is there's an awesome dance called the mashed potato as well. Time's up. Now Mom will be rebutting Dad's argument in 3, 2, 1, now. So my understanding about this month's argument is that we're not just arguing that something is better, but that also something is an important part of this month of Thanksgiving. And basically, mashed potatoes are delicious. Look, I'd eat any of those things you just named. Absolutely with delight. I'm not going to pretend like you did, like those things are gross. But, but in my house, we always had baked potatoes on Thanksgiving. So I think there's an alternative, but there's no cranberry sauce alternative. So that's my main argument about mashed potatoes versus cranberries in rebuttal to what you had to say. Time's up. Now, Dad will be rebutting Mom's rebuttal in 3, 2, 1 now. Yeah, so I, I guess I forgot to, to um, add in bits about Thanksgiving, but, um, you know, for me, mashed potatoes were always the thing for Thanksgiving, um, and uh, they're, they're just fantastic. Um, and, you know, the, the alternative to cranberry sauce is not eating cranberry sauce. But, yeah, you know, um, no poison cranberries for me. They're just, <laughs> they're awful. We got cranky dad today. <laughs> okay, so now to announce the winner and some things I like from each side. From mom's side, I like the history and also fish energy bars. Pretty interesting, right? They were yeah. really like, and they would use them for like, like long. I am going to put those links in the show notes. And truly, there was so much I had to yeah. like to- tone it down. And there's obviously a lot to say about like what, like, for example, the Wampanoag brought to what we have on our tables as people took over this country. And there's more to say there, but I couldn't possibly fit it in all. So I'm going to put those two links in. And also, it's interesting how, like, simple the preparation is. And from Dad's side, all the different variations of mashed potatoes and the simplicity in preparation. And I didn't know there was a dance called the mashed potatoes. And so, Dad wins. Yay! Yay. Mashed potatoes. Now he's going to go make mashed potatoes for us, right? <laughs> yeah. We don't have any potatoes Can I just today, say but... that Dad makes the best mashed potatoes So good. Oh, earth. my God. Like. Especially with garlic. Ooh, it's wild. They're Yum. so good. It's the egg. I always tell him to make more. And then he's like, are you sure I should make this many potatoes? And I'm like, more. <laughs> and then the next day, he's like, what am I going to do with all these mashed potatoes? And I'm like, I don't know. It's your problem. <laughs> so I eat them. So you eat them. <laughs> um, but next time, I'm going to make bubble and squeak. <laughs> oh, yeah. That sounds so good. Oh, my God. Dad, is there anybody you'd like to thank? 
Oh, thanks, James Brown, for popularizing the mashed potato. Okay. The dance or the food? <laughs> <laughs> the dance. Ah. Mom, is there anything you would like to thank? Yeah, I would like to thank myself. Um, our listeners don't know it, but I've had a lovely but long weekend, and I managed to whip up this argument, and, and I would definitely like to thank the Wampanoag and other tribes who who you used the cran- the delicious cranberry, despite what Dad says, <laughs> and so many yummy things. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mom vs. Dad Pod. That's M-O-N-V-S-D-A-D-P-O-D. That's all for this episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.